Harlem or a Dream Deferred by Langston Hughes coming up for discussion today. But first, a quick reading. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load or does it explode? All right, so jumping into our discussion, I'm going to say the first line pretty much says it all, right? Like what happens to a dream deferred? That's that's what this whole poem revolves around, right? So we're taking a dream and then comparing it to a bunch of things in terms of rotten meat, in terms of raisin, in terms of um, syrupy sweets, etc. So I guess my first question to you, Crypto, what do you think dreams mean to Langston Hughes. I think it means possibility. I think dreams are innately positive in most regards. I think most of us would, you know, dreams positive, nightmares bad. And he keeps making this reference back to all of these things that seem kind of bad. Like if we give up on our dreams, these are the bad things that we can kind of compare them to. Hmm. Do you, let's, let's dig into that a little bit, because if you're new here, all, all we do is literature discussion. Uh, we've done tons of Langston Hughes. Feel free to check out the Langston Hughes playlist down below. But did you take this as a singular a singular person's dream, or do you think it could be collective? Do you think this could be representative of a group's dreams even? I thought about that. I think it is pretty obvious that he's writing for a collective here, that it's a whole bunch of different people. And the way that I came to that conclusion Poem is po poetry is very subjective, so follow me down this weird rabbit hole. You notice that a lot of the references are food, right? You have the raisin, you have the meat, mm -hmm. you have the sugary sweet, which I think is like maple syrup or something or honey. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All these foods kind of, I feel like, represented different people. They're different foods being different peoples. So this is all different types of tastes. You know, some people like sugary, some people like, you know, meat, some people like, you know, uh, the, the raisins, which is also kind of sweet. So maybe it doesn't fit perfect, but I felt like it was different categories. Okay. And perhaps in maybe if we talk about the American dream, right, the idea that anyone can pursue and be great, or you can sit at home and just kind of settle with comfort and, and such, you know, I don't want to put too many titles out there, but you've got perhaps some people that have that sugary, sweet goodness and perhaps some people that are stuck with the rotten meat, that are struggling, surviving. Some people have that scab or that burn, but later on it helps them make stronger and can help them run later on, perhaps. I like that. I can see how that would work. I think, too, is as it goes through, it, it's kind of like a sandwich to keep with our food analogy. You have uh, the raisin, which is shriveled. But it's still good. Like it was a grape, so it has a it's it's morphed, it's changed. Um, what is that catalyst for that change? Was it because it was left out and left alone? Was it done intentionally? Uh, was it given up on? Was the dream deferred? And then you go to the rotten meat, which we definitely know is something bad, gonna make you sick. And then we come back to the sweet again, and then it all explodes. And you know, obviously, explosion we could think of as good or bad. So I, there's, a, there's a lot to pull from here, depending on how you're coming at this of, is it an individual? Is, is it just Langston Hughes himself? Is it a collective group? Uh, and, and what is his goal for these dreams? Now, some people, when they read this, they're, they're given this text, right? Go read this. And at the top, 
you might have a dream deferred, right? And to your point, poetry subjective, you could take that down. Okay. We're talking about the American dream, the different peoples of America, like, like the foods. I, I thought that was interesting, but if you're given this poem and across the top, it says Harlem, right? And we don't mention really anything specific in Harlem, but we mention dreams, right? Do you think some people might be influenced to specifically think of Harlem's dreams in terms of we have this dream and do we not take action on it and it just dries up like the raisin in the sun or maybe maybe it sags and dies like perhaps some of the people felt like like in terms of their opportunities right because we're talking about segregation era america right the the black individuals had a lot less opportunities a hot a lot less chances for success or does it explode Right? Do our voices ride up, rise up and take the dreams and go for the sugary sweet that we want? Right? Like you could almost view this as an anthem of what are we doing next, Harlem? Where, where are we going with this one? I think the title is very, very important. And I think depending on which one you got, I think it'd be a great kind of little social experiment if you were had a classroom is give half of your class one version and the other class the other version have them discuss without knowing that and see what they come up with and then let them trade papers and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <clears throat> we got different ones here. I think that would be really great because as we, we could go to the old quote, right? Never judge a book by its cover. Never judge a story by its title. I think is kind of fits as well because that's going to set you up because you're already have this preconceived notion of what it's about. Oh, Harlem. I know where it's at. I know what it's about. I know maybe who it's addressing specifically. That gives you a lot of context just in that title. And if you have the one that's dream deferred, that's going to set you up, I think, for a whole different mindset when reading through this poem. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now, one last question that I'd have, I guess, would be we see how sometimes it's a sore and sometimes it sets us up to run. Sometimes it's the raisin, which, you know, to your point, oh, well, sometimes some people like raisins. Some people hate raisins. Some people have like this aversion where it makes them like, you know, get sick to their stomach when they see raisins. You got the sugary sweet or the rotten meat, right? Like we kind of know which one's good, which one's bad there for most people, right? What does it mean that a dream could be either one of these? And, and what would be the difference? Is it opportunity or is it personal action or is it both? I think it's both. I also think that your dream of what you want could be in conflict with what the dream of society wants and then what the expectations are of you as well. Maybe Hughes was thinking, you know, this is my dream for me, but society's not going to let me have this. They're going to they're going to let me lay out in the sun and spoil. I I don't know. Uh, I, I have my own dreams. Do they align with my wife's dreams? Do they align with your dreams? You know, because, you know, we, we, we have a lot of influence on each other and talk and, you know, friends and all this. Uh, I think that there is so many things that can be an external factor on your internal dreams. And there we have the ultimate conflict of a capitalistic society, at least, right, where we're all free to pursue our dreams but we don't all have the same resources. It's not really a hundred percent true meritocracy. And some people are denied certain resources and opportunities. And what happens to those dreams as a result of the personal action or the societal influence that does, you know, 
denies people that. And I think that's some of the beauty of what Langston Hughes is able to draw out and make people think about with his his words here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I come back to the end, too, of that, does it explode? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm-hmm. If your dream explodes, is it something that is going to allow you to be better? Or is it something that it detonated, that, that your dream blew up? And it didn't happen. You weren't able to pursue it. You weren't able to have that dream. And that would be heartbreaking. So I think that it ends perfectly with that question mark of is is the explosion good or bad? Is it going to happen or is it is it not going to happen? Indeed. Well, let us know in the comments down below how you interpreted it. Again, Langston Hughes playlist down below if you want to hear us talk about more of this writer's magical writing because he is fantastic. My name has been Una. Thanks for spending time with us. Peace. Peace.